0: Damn. Is this Raz? Yes. Sarest Raz. The First 52. Sarest Raz. Live Tuesday nights. Sarest Raz. Something that you know Bubba's going to like. Angry White Guy Radio. His point of view is different. It's the First 52. Angry White Guy Radio. I love the content Hey, it's the first 52 Raz with you. the first part of the like constitution this is the best you got something that you know Bubba's gonna like angry white guy radio join me Sean
1: Raz Tuesday nights 6 to 8 p.m. Raz Radio Live.com Radio Free
2: It was a calm, cool night in the streets where things are gritty In the lounge on the east side of town in New York City Where the rich show face in the air is something sleazy Suiting and ties get away from their wives, the women easy An upscale atmosphere with some wallow Consumed by material life inside the hollow Like the chick at the bar smoking on a cigar quick Her heart pumps fast, I stare at sharp as guitar picks She sees a man with another skirt The type to triple her network for making your neck jerk and that's a goddamn shame. Cause she was packing a nine, and a crime was no game. So I'm ducking to a restroom. Followed two late shots as the base went boom. She can't remember how she got in this place. Took a look in the mirror, but didn't recognize her own face.
3: When I'm sick.
4: It's a dark night More like love at first sight Around midnight We might just see a bar fight It never fails Now that Mickey's out of jail He was Jimmy's friend The one that left the phony paper trail Heard he got cold feet So we got off the street But he was in too deep The man was never the same And now his new thing Looks like alcohol and cocaine And in the streets that's fresh But up in here this place It's nothing but stress Can a man be changed? In an insane world, the crazy man becomes king. Or is it just this place? That's known to steal your soul. I hope you brought your suitcase. Or was it just too late, too late to go back in time before his chick blue face?
3: When I'm sick-
5: But still, not enough. He started moving packs. No need for crack. This place was upscale. Ecstasy and Coke were number one on the sales. No worries about jail. He had cops on the books. One week he had you fixed, as well as the crooks. But tonight he was shook, caught by the devil's eye. Red dress, blowing smoke, hand resting on his thigh. Shine like diamonds in the sky. He stopped for a minute, but had to keep moving. And he was trying to live at the American dream. A life full of schemes obtained by any means. He tried to up the profit by trying to mix it up. But the word on the street is that it wasn't good enough. Joe met him at the club, said they had to talk. Just come with me and let's take a little walk. walk. When I'm singing, my heart's bleeding
3: for someone else. So when I'm singing,
5: Dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding, and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays, and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog.
6: offering is the truth, nothing more.
1: Well, if you're here, I know you've taken that pill. Welcome to First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio radio Free Blood, RadioChaos.Live. Well, it is Tuesday. Yes, it is Tuesday again. August 9th. Tuesday, August 9th. Man, this, this year is just flying by, my friend, flying by. I'm happy to be here with you tonight. It's going to be exciting, energetic, uh, wonderfully filled show tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. We're going to go full, you know, the whole start of the show here, I, I went a little longer in the intro than I wanted to, because I, I don't plan on taking a break. At 7 o'clock, i got Popeye from federaljack.com. He'll be joining me. Uh, you guys know how that goes. Whenever we're together, we have a blast. Uh, things just we, we just have a fun t- fun time together we, we share a lot of information but we have a lot of it's a good time when we work together so i'm looking forward to it the little one came in to give me a hug before i start the show love you brother yes i love it very nice get out of here there goes the kid bye love you close the door see the kid comes in and interrupts the beginning of the show out love you good night bye All right, guys, now we'll move on to other things. Now, I've been interrupted in the beginning, but that's okay. That's what happens when you have kids. He's got a a funky hairdo that's driving me nuts to see. He's got these stupid buns all over the place. I don't know why this is coming up, why this is happening. My son will not turn out a millennium. I promise you that. That will not be happening in my household at all. (laughs) So as I was saying... Uh, I, I've got a lot of things I want to cover in the first hour. Popeye will be joining me in the second hour, and, and like I said, it's always a good time when him and I are together. Uh, it's just uh, we can go forever. I mean, we don't. Sometimes we don't even want to stop. So that's that's what we have lined up so far this evening. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm glad to be back. I apologize uh, last week. Just my boss was on vacation, and, and I I just I couldn't do it. I was just so busy. Uh, everything had me all tied up and running around, and I just didn't get back in time to to really be able to set up a good show for you. So that's why I wasn't here last week. Next week I will be on vacation, but I am going to be doing my show. I am going to be here for you. I've uh, I'm waiting for final confirmation, but we'll be bringing Erickson Harrell uh, Harrelson back on. Uh, those of you who don't know who he is, he's a North Miami police officer. He was arrested a few years ago for refusing to remove his Guy Fawkes mask. He is a a great uh, individual standing up for liberty and freedom. Uh, He is a police officer, an active-duty police officer that speaks the things that we speak. And that really, it's hard to find that. You know, that's not something you normally find. Somebody who's going to stand up and speak the truth. You know, especially in in a position of power. I mean, what's the chances of that happening? Somebody in the position of power? Standing up and speaking for us, so I, I'm looking forward to uh, to having him next week. So, just giving you a little idea of what's going. On. I got some noise that I'm hearing. I, I can't find it. I'm just looking for it. I'm looking for. Oh, there it is. I found it. Oh, I found it. This should be interesting uh, as we get into some of this audio I've got pulled up of what's going on. One thing I want to bring up and and discuss right from the beat. And and again, next week, we're really going to get into a a lot of law enforcement discussion, a lot of discussion of, of, of what's going on out there, what they're doing, what, what, what they're hearing. You know, we're going to get it from that perspective of how they're being told to worry and be scared. That perspective will be with us next week, but I want to, I want to lend my thoughts and my ideas behind what I'm seeing going on. In this world right it's just, it's completely out of control, uh, the way people are behaving, the way people are acting out there. I mean, it's completely unacceptable. We can't have individuals poisoning or drugging or putting glass in, doing anything to, to police officers' foods, their drinks. Listen, I am all for police accountability. I saw a... a um, who was it? Danny Ponzelli put out a a meme today, and and I agree with it a little bit. It was kind of funny because it's the direction I was looking to go to a degree. I won't I won't necessarily scream racism. Okay, that's that's not the first thought that I that I think is to scream racism that cops are out there killing black people only because we know that's not true. We know that there's been many of individuals that are of the white. Or the Oriental, or the Mexican persuasion, that have been killed by police officers. Also, so we know it's not just white. I've I've had some debates with some people I know uh, uh, about Black Lives Matter and and uh, you know how it was started by uh, by some. Uh, it was inspired by the the girl that shot a uh, convicted cop killer, Astata Asata Sokora Shakara, whatever her name is and how uh she killed a cop in Camden and then she ran to Cuba and and then she started Black Lives Matters in, in two thousand fourteen. Well, none of that adds up, first of all. And Cointelpro is is, is at work very hard in our world right now, in many different angles. But the police angle is, is one that I wanted to address briefly. We see uh this this subway restaurant employee yesterday gets arrested or this morning gets arrested for drugging a cop's drink, we do not want to make them our enemies more than they already have made themselves our enemies. We do not want to increase their anger at citizens and people without the badge on them. And that's what we see happening right now, which is, of course, exactly what they want us to do. They want us to anger these police officers. They want us to make them feel uncomfortable and uneasy with what's going on. That's what they want. And when I say they, of course, the elite, the rocker, rock, you know, wh- whoever you want to say they are. All right. There's a long list of who they could be. But they, I think, pretty much explains it. And they're getting just what they want. And the reason I bring that up is because if you look to prior, look to prior BLM days, we had great organizations out there. Policing the police, Cop Lock, Cop Watch, PNAC other groups I'm sure I'm forgetting about who who were out there trying to push police accountability, trying to push p- police being held responsible for their actions when they do something that you know, they shouldn't be doing. And we were starting to see a great increase in in them being held accountable. We were starting to see officers being arrested, officers being jailed, actually jailed. Now we we're, st- of course, we're still seeing, uh, 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 situations where they're still getting away they're still they're still uh, you know walking away as we've seen in uh, what was it in in, in uh, 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 Baltimore I, I'll be honest I once I saw the results I just kind of I didn't even bother reading into it I don't know how somebody can accidentally die to, you know there there, there was a a gentleman who uh, it was on the news today because they were talking about all these uh, accidents at fairs and and carnival rides and things like that, and they brought up this story of a guy that his job he was a you know the, the director or whatever it be uh, at this at this carnival or amusement park, and his job was to daily inspect equipment and make sure it was running properly. Well, somebody got killed on one of the rides that he was supposed to inspect. They charged him was second-degree murder. He got voluntary manslaughter because he didn't do his job effectively, and it led to the death of somebody. Why can't we see that a little more often in some of these cases? Now, listen, I know there's cases that are justifiable. I get that. That happens. There's going to be times that that's the only choice an officer has. But there's so many cases that just are completely unjustifiable. And that's where the problem arises, because those people aren't held accountable. And we were getting so close, so close to, to really uh making an impact. We had people peacefully watching law enforcement, recording them, making sure that they were being upstanding officers, or at least doing their job properly. And then come BLM and we got people screaming death to cops and you know die pig and all this other stuff. It's classic COINTELPRO to me. I mean, it's classic COINTELPRO. Go back to the 1960s with the the Black Panther movement and how they, they infiltrated that. Go to the KKK, where the FBI is probably the ones that started it to begin with. Well, the FBI wasn't around when it started, but you get my point. You know, they move into these organizations. They take them over. That's why I don't support any kind of large organization. I just, I don't, if you, if you've got a hashtag... That everybody knows and is using, more than likely, I'm not going to support you. I'm not going to say you can't do what you're doing. And you know what? I might agree with you 100%. I might talk about what you're doing. But I'm not going to stand there and put it at the end of all my tweets. I'm not going to promote the go out and, and, and rally in support of you. I'm going to promote and rally in support of the message. But this is this is one of the things that, that really bothers me. When we see organizations that were doing good being kind of pushed to the side, you don't really hear about these organizations very much anymore. You know, I know they're still out there. I'm going to sneeze. I'm going to sneeze here in a second. I know they're still out there, and I know that they're still doing their thing. Oh, gosh, I wish the sneeze would just come already. <laughs> Uh, but but when you have other people that come in and and go to the extreme side of something, it just it's no good. It it, it destroys the message. And another thing that really really gets me about this whole situation is, and this goes back to to Cop Lock and Cop Watch and Photography is not a crime, and these organizations that have been doing this for years in years and years, it's not, it's not the action, how do I want to say that? I'm trying to figure out how to to express this feeling that I have with this thought. Because I want to make sure I get it right. I want to make sure I express what I'm feeling about this in the proper way. People have been screaming for police accountability for years. You know, you got the, the um, what's his face, Kelly, the the white homeless guy that was beat to death. His father was a cop. I gotta tighten up all my screws on my on my arm here. And uh, they beat him to death, and accountability was screamed for. Of course, nothing came of it. You got the the cops that shot the guy on the platform. And I think that cop actually got put away for two or three years, maybe for shooting a guy in the back. The citizens of this country, even though there are bad people, there are people that do crimes on both sides. They did not cause what we're seeing now, the backlash that we're seeing now. I brought up the uh, Memorial page for law enforcement and I guess we're looking at an 80% increase in shootings of law enforcement officers. Everything else is down. So, if we didn't have this, this spike in shootings based on the actions of officers, yes, I am saying based on the actions of officers. When, when the, when the environment is so touchy, you can't not be the best that you can be. No, that didn't make sense, did it? The environment we're sitting in now is the ignoring, it was caused by the ignoring of the screaming of people for years. This is not our fault. This is not the citizens' fault that people are so angry that they're going out and poisoning cops or or drugging cops or putting glass in their food or shooting cops. It is not our fault that that has happened. That is happening because of the actions of law enforcement and the inability to hold people accountable when they need to be held accountable. It it is the inability to pull these officers aside and say, hey, we need to work on this training. I don't want to see cops get killed anymore. I don't want to see citizens get killed anymore. Now, if if you're going to put yourself in a position where you leave no choice... then then that's what you're going to do, and and damn it, you deserve it. And I would not hold an officer accountable for doing something that they had to do. If you leave them no other choice. But it's the incidences that are controllable, that are correctable, that shouldn't be allowed to happen, that cause this to get to where we're at. And they've got, they've got the divide and conquer going. And that's what we'll get in with Erickson uh, if he joins me next week, how that's happening. Because he even stated in a, in a post of his today, or maybe it was in the messaging we were sharing, that, that they get so many bolos, be on the lookouts, watch out for this. We see the, the stories of, of threats, of, of fear to police officers. Nobody should live in fear. Nobody should worry. Even even somebody whose job is to go out there and deal with criminals, they shouldn't be in fear of, of somebody that's not the criminal they're looking for coming up to them. Just as well as we should not be in fear of the, not the criminal we're looking for, the police officers, coming up and harming us. I don't know, I just, I, I wish... I wish we could find it a uniting front, a way to a way to stop this this idiocy that we're seeing. And I've got stories up here. I'm going to bring up, I'm going to play some audio for you, just proving my point. Matter of fact, I need to sneeze, and let's check one out.
0: Some scary moments for a Riverside County Sheriff's deputy after he came face-to-face with a pit bull and then accidentally shot himself. Investigators say that he fired in self-defense, but we're getting a different story from the dog's owner. NBC4's Tony Shin is live in Riverside now with video you'll only see on 4. Tony?
7: And Chuck, this all happened inside this yard you see behind me. This is where witnesses say a sheriff's deputy pulled out his gun when he saw that pit bull approach him. Sure. back up. We arrived at the scene just as paramedics were loading the injured Riverside County Sheriff's deputy into an awaiting ambulance. Neighbors say it all began at about 2 this afternoon when they heard gunfire coming from Eucalyptus Avenue.
6: We at the corner right here and we heard just a gunshot
3: um, go off. It was like 1. I came outside and I saw all the cops and the ambulance and the firefighters.
7: The deputy works in the court services department and neighbors say he was serving an eviction notice at this converted apartment home when he was approached by this pit bull after entering a fenced-in yard.
0: large pit bull breed dog attacked the deputy. Uh, In defense of himself, he shot or fired one round at the dog and inadvertently struck himself in the leg.
7: Jorge Rodriguez owns the dog, which is named Precious. He says his pit bull didn't attack. She was only barking as she approached the deputy.
8: The officer got scared and unfortunately pulled his gun and. He shot himself. He was in pain, man. I feel sorry for the officer.
7: In our video, you can see the deputy is conscious and sitting up with a medical wrap around his right knee. We also saw him arriving at Riverside Community Hospital, where he was taken into the emergency room. Investigators say his injuries aren't life-threatening.
8: My dog's fine. He's going to be okay and, you know, get to move on to another day.
7: Well, as you can see, Precious was not taken away by Animal Services, Rodriguez says, because... It's because his dog was not running loose, so his dog was not illegal, illegally running loose on the street. That's the latest from here, reporting live in Riverside. I'm Tony Shin, NBC4 News. I just
1: found, I found that amusing when I read it. You know, again, this is, and it wasn't a full-blown officer, it was a court officer. But I, how can, how can you, you come into somebody's yard, and we see this so often. You know, people illegally coming into your yard and then shooting your dog. It's always a mistake. Uh, I don't know if you remember the one, the the, the girl had her car parked in the driveway. And uh, a cop figured, oh, let me be a nice guy. I'm going to go up and knock on the door and tell them their their car door's open. And that's not a good idea to do because it could get stolen. Nothing probably would have happened that day if that cop didn't knock on the door. But he ended up shooting and killing the dog in front of the children. It just happens. That's one of the ones that drives me the most nuts. I mean, if you're so scared of a dog with all that shit that you got on, knowing you're you're going to be covered if, if something happens, knowing that this dog's not going to tear you apart. I mean, come on. Don't be such a pussy. And they, they shoot little dogs. Tiny, tiny little dogs. Don't be such a pussy. No need to be such a pussy. I'm a little wound up. Uh, I've got a lot going on here in my personal world, I uh, my the property I work for is for sale or the the property I work at is for sale or sold, should I say, they have their own management company. I've got an interview tomorrow with the new company to see if I still have a job. So that's a little, just trying to prepare for that in my own mind and dealing with some things. And if I seem a little wired, you might understand why, if you know me good enough, there's some things I don't have right now. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, let's talk about the pussification of this country a little bit. I'm tired of the millennials. I'm tired of political correctness. I'm tired of having to worry about what I say or, or if I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings. Why? Why is that? Why, why is that still growing? Why is that still getting such to become such an issue? I mean, we have uh, uh, statues of of People that helped develop this country being taken down. We have all these different weird things happening. We've got safe spaces, and we've got uh, people angry and and, and upset because somebody said bad words to them. It's not that bad, Dave. It it really is, and it's actually going to turn out good in the long run. Sorry, I just got a text from from my old co-host, Dave Cunningham. It, it it's not an oh fuck but it's a oh god let's get through this you know because when you get a new job sometimes there's some things you got to do uh, i'm hoping i won't have to do that but i'm prepared and i've backed up and stopped doing things that i might need to stop doing hopefully they're not listening to the show to see what kind of man i am <laughs> that's what companies do you know i mean nowadays they watch your twitter they watch your facebook eh, we'll see what happens anyway i'm tired of the pussification of this country i'm tired of of everybody worried about hurting everybody's feelings. You know what? Your your feelings are going to get hurt in your life. Something you see is going to bother you. It's going to happen. It's just uh, part of being alive. It's part of having emotions. We all have emotions. We all have things we worry about. We all have things that are going to bother us. But guess what? <laughs> you deal with it, my friend.
9: A public college in Wisconsin is moving two historic paintings out of the public eye after the school's diversity leadership team warned they could be psychologically devastating for American Indian students. Diversity Leadership Team Since 1936, two large murals portraying early Wisconsin history have dominated the common area at the University of Wisconsin Stout. One mural shows French fur traders and American Indians traveling down the Red Cedar River by canoe, while another portrays a wooden fort constructed by the French. Neither painting shows any violence. But now, after 80 years, the murals are abruptly being given the heave-ho after concerns were raised that the paintings are offensive. UW Stout's diversity leadership team complained about the murals to Meyer, arguing their presence helped to perpetuate racial stereotypes.
1: Racial stereotypes, well, wait a second, uh, American Indians did all those things. Yes, the the white man coming to America, you know, wiped them out almost, you know, almost completely wiped them out. I get that. But, but those are positive things. You know, based on what I just heard there, those are positive things that American Indians were involved with before the, the white man decided to, to murder them all. That's my take on it, at least. I think we did horrible. We did no worse or no less of a bad thing than what Israel is doing to Palestine or has done to that whole region. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, and I tweeted this out earlier today, but if you Google Palestine on Google Maps, you may not find it anymore or or don't even google it i mean most of you should be intelligent enough to know to where it is in that region just just zoom into that region and tell me if you see palestine on the map anymore maybe check another map service other than google see if it's on there see if gaza strip shows up see if any of that is still there cuz i can tell you what i sent out pictures today it's not you'd think that a, that a that a religion or a race of people religion of people that were that that they allegedly attempted to, to destroy through genocide would not do the same thing to another group of people genocide and that's what i think's happening there i think they almost got it completed they've almost killed all the ones they need dead they've almost taken over the whole territory just get rid of palestine and you know what that maybe that's the way of the world right that that's how shit goes that's the way they do it that's That's just what we have to deal with, right? It's been done forever. It'll continue to go on forever, right? Or maybe we can become, like, decent human beings. Maybe we can look at history and go, no, let's stop it. But it's too late. makes you wonder how many races in the 2,000 years, 5,000 years of history... Millions of years, God knows how long, really. Can you really believe anything that they tell us or teach us in school? But let's just go with 2,000 years. How many races of people have been eliminated? How many forms of humanity are extinct? I mean, we worry about eagles going extinct, we worry about alligators going extinct which are now overrunning Florida, because you can't hunt them. Hunt them. (laughs) We worry about these things, but yet we don't worry about people going extinct. We don't worry about humanity changing and becoming something that we shouldn't be very proud of. Uh, It's just... These are all the things that I, I literally these are the things that I think about on a regular basis. That's why I, I, I don't know if you guys saw my uh, my Facebook message about going zombie. I would love to just and I really thought about it. I I have to make the payment for the radio station this week. And I'm really I really thought about whether I was gonna make that payment. Whether I was gonna continue doing this. And for my people that are on my station, I'm making the payment. You will still have a, a outlet and a source. But I thought about maybe not doing it anymore. I thought about maybe just shutting it off, paying attention, not not sharing it, not talking about it, just paying attention so I, I was protecting my family. Can't do that, though. I don't know. You know, a lot of people gave me great av- advice, John. John Riley, one of uh, a great listener that that listens to me and all kinds of outlet uh, of of shows, I've known. Him, I've met the guy. He hung out at Razfest with us two years ago. It's a good guy. He gave me some great advice in his in his in his post, and I appreciate that. Everybody who reached out, everybody reached out, and I appreciate that. And I'm not going anywhere. I I, I was just in a mood. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going anywhere. I couldn't not do this. I just couldn't not do it. I enjoy it. I actually enjoy it. It relieves me. When I don't do it, you know, like I said, last week I was super busy. It's the summertime. It's getting towards the end of the year. Vacations are, you know, that's why I'm taking another vacation next week. I was on vacation two weeks or three weeks ago. I got to take the rest of my vacation time before the property sells. And sure, I get my, my benefit of that. Quitting, yeah, swagger. You know, that is true. I, I've quit. I've quit my vapor. I'm no longer a vapor. I don't. I haven't had my binky, as as four toad would call it. I don't do it anymore. I I don't miss it at all. As I stated earlier, I might have some other things that I've had to put on the side table for a moment. I'll know more tomorrow if I need to continue to put that on the side table, which hopefully I don't need to, because. <laughs> Anyway, that's just uh, some of my thoughts, some of, some of the things running through my head. I've got a lot of them running through there. Too many sometimes. So we remember, uh, what was it, uh, the bird flu? What was that? That was oh, uh, 06, 05, bird flu, something like that. Then we had the swine flu, which was 09, 2010. Oh, then, oh the Ebola scare. What was that, 2013? And now we have Zika. And and Zika is in my backyard. Ooh, it's scary. It's in my backyard, Zika. Oh, no. They keep pushing these things. And, and one of the things we'll talk about with Popeye in uh, about 20, 20 minutes or so is, why are they pushing this? Are, are they trying to take our attention off of other things? Could there be other things going on in the world that that maybe uh, could be doing more damage than uh, Zika? Is Zika even really what's causing the swollen heads or the shrinking heads or whatever the fuck it is it's supposed to do? Is that really what's causing it? Or are there other factors that might be causing that? Could it be the, the Monsantos causing it? Well, now, in the state of Florida... They want to release, not even that they want to. The FDA has given them permission; said go for it to release mutant Zika-killing mosquitoes in Florida. Our science, our science fiction future just got a whole lot closer to becoming a reality after the Food and Drug Administration gave the okay to field trial that uh, to the okay to a field trial that would release genetically modified Zika-killing mosquitoes in the Florida Keys. Now, first of all, Zika is not in the Florida Keys. Zika is in Miami, which is hours from... For those of you who don't know Florida, the Keys is the longest thing to get to, no matter where you're coming from. From Miami to the Keys is a good four-hour drive, if not more. On Friday, the FDA released a final environmental assessment of the trial, finding that it will not have any have significant impacts on the environment. The project led by o- OxyTech, a, a biotech company that focuses on insect control, calls for the release of thousands of genetically engineered male egg ag- ag- I can't even say that word, ag- ag- Egyptian, that's Egyptian, not Egyptian, A-E-G-Y-P-T-I, mosquitoes. The lab insects are bred so that over time, they could kill off much of the local mosquito population by passing on gene uh, on a gene fatal to any offspring that they have with wild females okay so after they kill off all them what happens to them do we have the the love bug scenario and and if you don't know what love bugs are don't move to florida cuz love bugs are a pain in the they, they've they actually died down a little bit. They're more in the center of the state now than, than here. But love bugs are these little bugs, right? And they were originally engineered, remember that word, engineered, to go and, and kill mosquitoes. And the, and the story goes, and of course, Snoop, Snopes and all these places tell you this story isn't true, but the, the urban legend is that they esca- escaped from the University of Florida, where they were engineering these, these bugs that would go out and eat the larvae of mosquitoes to try to eliminate the mosquito population. Well, for years, and like I said, they're not as bad now, but for years these things were it swarming. It was like driving into a cloud. They they, they would hit your car, and if you didn't get them off right away, they would eat the paint off your car. Not, not the bug eating it. The, the splatter of the bug on the car would cause the paint to be just eaten away. This is not the last hurdle. And, and let's keep in mind, also, this FDA release that we're talking about here, they, they did this already. They, they did this before Zika appeared. a matter of fact, they did it in Rio, where Zika started, allegedly. This is not the last hurdle Oxitec faces in turning its dream of disease-obliterating mosquitoes into reality. The company will have to win the approval of Florida Keys Mosquito Control District, which plans to vote on the proposal after issuing a survey testing local sentiment of Keys residents this fall. While past surveys have shown the project to have a majority of support, it has also had vocal naysayers. Oh, conspiracy theorists, I'm sure they want to call them. Some fear the environmental impact that removing the i'm a mosquito a non-native species might have uh, non, yeah might have others have more imagine, imaginative objections such as conspiracy theories about the project i knew we'd get the conspiracy you know I threw conspiracy theory in there earlier i didn't realize they actually threw conspiracy theory in the article it's amazing it's all a conspiracy theory none of it's true none of it's true but but Later on, we're going to talk about how, um, you know, where a bomber was working for the CIA. Oh, no. no, we haven't talked about that before. Kurt Haskell didn't tell us about that in '09, in 2010, in 2011. He didn't tell us that on this show right here. Oxytex mosquitoes are engineered to include two copies of the baby mosquitoes killing gene. Overriding natural selection to make it almost certain that their offspring receive the killer gene from dad. Oxytech claims. So, what happens when this mosquito bites us? What's in this mosquito when it bites us that, that, that might happen to us? I mean, I know it's not fucking us. Or maybe it is. Oxytech claims that the trials in Brazil. Brazil, remember I said that? Brazil? Rio? Brazil? Hmm? Hmm? Panama and the Cayman Islands have reduced mosquito population by 90%. Oh, but they make babies with small heads. Ah! Calling the success an unprecedented level of human control over nature. (laughs) That's something we want. An unprecedented level of human control over nature. Think about that statement. When did we become a god? Now listen I don't believe in in God I don't believe well I don't believe in religion I believe there might be something above us uh, something stronger than us but I don't think we can control it and we shouldn't try to control nature what happens when you try to do weather modification you fuck it all up there was a great if you guys go to my Facebook last night I pay, posted a great um, American Dad segment Actually I might play that. I may just have to play that but in the in the America it was from this season and in the American Dad episode um, they're trying to they're trying to to fix this whole issue they cause and they say oh, we need to have a big storm and, and Stan calls up uh, the CIA buddies <laughs> and he says he needs a big storm and they go over and they reach a switch and it says chemtrails. And he starts popping up these switches that say chemtrails on them, and then the plane start spraying chemtrails, and oh, uh, it just, it, it's just—it's so amazing that 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 people of that level get it, and and they're putting it out there. I don't think they're not putting it out there for a reason. And you know, people say, oh, they're just trying to be funny because they're just a crazy conspiracy guys believe chemtrails are real. Yeah, well, they are real. They are happening. Keep that in mind. Anyway. Uh, I don't. I don't think this is a good idea. I, I really concern myself about releasing these types of things. I, I always have. I don't. I don't think GMO organism, organisms is a good thing for us. I don't think they're going to lead to positive results. Uh, I don't really think they have so far. Now, listen. I know there's 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 different kinds of. Uh, Uh, genetically modifying of things when you splice a apple and a pear together that's genetically modifying something so be it that doesn't really concern me when you splice a apple and a insect gene to make it so that it maybe scares the insects away or whatever the reasoning be i mean i'm not a scientist although i do know chemtrails are real uh, I'm not a scientist, so I, I don't really understand the whole process, but they, let, let's be honest here. There's certain things we shouldn't combine. I mean, do we not learn anything from the fly? You know, you don't want to put a fly and a human in a teleportation machine together, right? It just doesn't work out well in the long run. It's not a good thing. Nobody's really happy in the long run. Uh, I don't know. Ten minutes till Popeye. Everybody hold tight. Ten minutes till Popeye. I'm looking forward to talking with Popeye again. Uh, It's been a while since we've done a show together. I'm sure we'll have a lot of great things to to discuss and talk about and cover. So it's going to be a great interaction. So uh, I believe last show I did, which wasn't, you know, most recently. I I took last week off. Sorry, guys. Had to. And why won't this cooperate with me? Here we go. Uh, The last show I did. We discussed the therapist, I believe, here in Miami, shot dead or not shot dead. God, I am reading something else as I am speaking. I apologize. Uh, that was trying to help his autistic patient, and he got shot. well he's suing. He's suing now. This is the video of it. I thought there was. A, I thought this was a, uh, thought this was a story. Actually, I apologize. Good prep, right? Eh, I told you I don't really prep. I shoot from the hip here. Uh, The the unarmed black therapist who was lying on his back when he was shot by a Florida cop has filed a federal lawsuit. Charles Kinsley suit claims that North Miami SWAT officer Jonathan Aldella violated his rights, his civil rights, used excessive force and carried out false arrests, according to Miami Times. Kinsley, 47, was shot July 18th while he was trying to subdue 26-year-old Arnold Rios, Rios, Rios? an autistic patient who was walking around North Miami streets carrying a toy truck. After cornering the pair, the pair Adelia, uh, inexplicably, inexplicably squeezed off three rounds even though Kinsley was lying on the ground with his hands in the air. Uh, and of course, of course, they, they came out and said, oh, we were trying to shoot the, the, the retarded kid. Kinsley was struck once in the leg. Rios was not hurt. It's important to note that when Officer Aldea fired his weapon neither mr kinsley nor mr rios had committed a crime posed a threat towards any officer civilian or other reads the suit filed wednesday in the us southern district of florida nor did mr kinsley or mr rios attempt to evade arrest in the suit kinsley also argues that he made clear to, to wait in the suit kinsley also argues that he made clear to kinsley that the object that should say god you know, I run this little shit radio station, right? And these guys, the da- the New York Daily News, can't get an editor to read the story and see that it's not right. In the suit, Kinsley also argues that he made clear to Aldea that the object in Rios' hand was a toy truck. Now, the paragraph reads, in the suit, Kinsley also argues that he made clear to Kinsley that the object in Rios... do they not have people on to... Editors? God damn. All officers, including Officer Aladia, were close enough in proximity to hear Mr. Kinsley's statement. And one, uh, one officer even announced over the police radio, it's a toy truck. He's saying it's a toy truck. Good. I hope this guy gets paid. I hope that cop gets fired. You know what? I hope that cop goes to jail for assault. That's what needs to happen. This goes all the way back to what I was talking about in the beginning of the show. People need to be held accountable for their actions, just as you or I would be held accountable. That's the problem. That's the issue. That's why people are so angry. That's why people are, are drugging cops and trying to poison cops and trying to hurt cops, because they're tired of being treated the way they're being treated. It's time we stand up. It's time police stand up. One of the, I saw a great meme. I'm going to leave you with this. I saw a great meme. The meme said, a farmer, an apple farmer, he sees a bad apple, he takes it out. He throws that apple away. Because he doesn't want it to infect the rest of the apples. He doesn't ignore it and just leave it there. I know I just kind of totally screwed that up, but you get my point. It's time to get rid of the bad apples. It's time for the good apples to do their effing job.
10: Hey, listen. Right. Stay with us. You're gonna be all right. Look at me. Hey, hey. Ah! You're gonna be all right. Don't worry about it. Doc's gonna take care of you, right? You're gonna be good.
11: If you have a golf ball sized consciousness, consciousness, when you read a book, you'll have a golf ball sized understand, understand. And when you wake up in the morning a golf ball size wakefulness, wakefulness but if you could expand that consciousness then you read the book well, more, understanding. more understanding and when you wake up, more wakefulness
8: is consciousness as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I take one look back and I hold my breath no, this is the time when it really doesn't matter No more pain, no more struggle as I climb Jacob's ladder Would the universe greet me? Will I be forgot? Will my spirit live on as they let my flesh rot? I try to find the light fight in the new world order, and I died front lines like a motherfucking soldier Feast be unto me, I'll praise unto you I hope one day that our children stand true And take pride in the fight for the red, white and blue Don't let us die in vain, revolution's overdue We do it for the youth, they do it for the power We fight for our republic so we'll never run and count. As long as we're united, we're never overpowered. All that really matters is how we live our final hour. But I have to look back, a single tear in my eye for the imminent attack Shocking off propaganda, act but don't react The clouds drop around me, drop me in pitch black Now I'm really at the point where nothing really matters Suddenly I find myself in a field of white matter with the sun shining bright I'm greeted by the light, I lay my guns down, not a single need to fight I'm still a bit confused, why can't I let it go? I did my time like a man till the end of the show I'm losing control, my desire to know The things I left behind and the stories I'm told, I try to forget But it's burning my soul I feel the sunlight fading and it's cold as snow Am I in heaven or hell? Only God truly knows The only thing that matters what you reap is what you sow sow. What you reap is what you sow I'm a soldier of freedom, death isn't released Body shredded to pieces and my eyes can't see Burn a white fire but my heart still beats was given a choice. Take a step to the light or take a big step back and continue the fight. Now my vision's coming back and I can hear the warfare. The sound of battle cries, the smell of death in the air. I hope to see a time when it really doesn't matter. When victory is mine, I can climb Jacob's ladder. Ignorance is bliss. Lies are really sadder. A million tons of truth. My bones will never shatter. All that really matters. I'll fight another day. I've seen the gates of heaven, but I had to walk away. My mind elevated. I finally understand. It wasn't by my will. It was all God's we saw
0: Like constitution. This is the best you got. Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry white guy radio. Join me,
1: Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, six to eight p.m. Razz radio Live.com, radiofreeblood.com. <laughs>
4: Chemicals, they got you This tyranny is medical. Who shot you? Military generals masqueraded your doctor. Pills become bullets, then they poison your water. A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter. Two men and masks come for your wife and your daughter. Whoa. Now we're they come for the guns. And God and demons, the skies is priest and nuns. Time to run with no place to go except Honduras, with a man called Four Told Jones. Stolen and bones, invade the skies with robot drones. Check the infrared radar for UFOs. Silver and gold, behold, the weather's controlled by genetically modified hybrid clones. built and bunkers with subjects under mind control. Injected and observed in the combat zone. Now come on.
12: It's the guys, it's the government line in the water than so the media it lies It's
5: the chemtrail sky It's the chemtrail sky It's It's the poison in the water than the media lies It's the rise of the chemicals known as twinkled genitals Experiments with elements funded by these criminals to learn the color miracles Scientific warfare Untested medicine Leaving cats in wheelchairs I have no doubt that they're spraying in the sky to what you're sorting through these lies, puffing off from the High when you light right. a smoke, slow riding in your water, steroids in your yoke it's an ongoing joke. Government control, they're laughing at our ass, but we're left out in the cold. A billion dollar industry, perception that is us
13: Oh Oh my God, you watch! Oh my God, do you get scared when you watch it? Yeah. Mm. It's based on fear. It's all based. Like I watch it from time to time to see what the other side is thinking a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I want to like, like, and then once you watch it a little bit, you start like doubting the people around you. I'm like, maybe my cousin Mahmoud is up to some shit. (laughs) (laughs) You might be right about that. I think Julio is trying to take my job too. gotta get rid of these Mexicans and Muslims, what the hell? You start watching enough Fox News, you think the world is out to get you. You think the Mexicans are here to take our jobs and the Muslims are gonna kill us. I'm gonna get eaten by a shark. I might get eaten by a Mexican Muslim shark. (laughs) Who's who's got the Zika virus. His name is Barack or Hussein or Obama or some shit like that. It's fear. Even the Trump supporters, it's all fear. Trump is the, the craziest shit. Nobody thought when Trump's first started running, everybody thought it was a joke. Everybody was like, ha, 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 ha. Now nah, was like, It's crazy, man. I'm trying to wait for I'm waiting for him to say something of substance. He has not he's got like no plans. It's just a lot of it's cheerleading. right? He's like, make America great again, make America great again. Going to be number one. Going to be number one. <laughs> going to be rich. Going to be rich. <laughs> How are we going to do it? I have no idea. I'll figure it out. The number one saying, I heard Trump supporters say, I love him because he says what's on his mind. He just says what's on his mind. He just says what's on his mind. You go, what are your thoughts on his policies? I don't know. If he's got any policies, he just says what's on his mind. This saying became so prominent, my own mother, Iranian lady, she started, I went to visit, she fell for it. I went to visit her, she goes, Maz, I like this guy, because he said what's on his mind. (laughs) I go, Mom, are you crazy? He's anti-immigrant, okay? I go, if he became president, your relatives couldn't come to visit you. She goes, I don't like them anyway. He say what's on his mind, so I don't have to say what's on my mind. (laughs) Which is, stop visiting me, you cheap bastards. (laughs) Stay at the hotel one time, Bobo. (laughs) What am I, Holiday (laughs) in? A lot of immigrants like Trump. It's crazy. I'm serious. A lot of immigrants get into this country and then they don't want any more of them coming in. (laughs) It's true. I was in an Uber with an older Armenian guy. This guy barely spoke any English. But he loved Trump. He was trying to tell me what a great politician Trump is, but he kept saying what a great politic he is. The whole right. Donald Trump, very good politic. Number one politic. Very good, number one, very good politic. Number one, very good, number one, very good politic. Very good, one, very, good, one, very good, number one, very good, number one politic. Very good, number one. Finally, I go, dude, he's anti-immigrant. You're an immigrant. He goes, yes, but I'm here. Very good politic. For me, good politic, huh? For my cousin, not very good politic. Very bad politic huh?
14: Hey guys, it's Popeye from FederalJack.com. You're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane
2: asylum. All right,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally screwed up that little transition there. My bad. I'm sorry. Welcome back to the First 52, Raz Radio, Radio Free Blood, Radio RadioChaos.Live. That's where we are at. That's where you can find us. If you want to go to uh, uh, Radio Free Blood, the Mixler, MixLR.com, forward slash Radio Free Blood. we got a chat room over there. You'll be able to hear the show. You'll be able to chat with whoever's over there doing their little thing. I don't know. I I kind of screwed myself up because so I was talking to Popeye during the, during the break there, and I didn't have myself set up. So I just... I screwed it up. That's the way it happens. You know, sometimes you get so preoccupied with what's going on, you just forget how to do it right. Anyway, as I've been promising you guys, we got Popeye from federaljack.com, down the rabbit hole from Truth Frequency Radio. How you doing, brother? Hola. Hola. Sean? It's been such a crazy, crazy evening. Yeah, you know, we were chatting back and forth, and I didn't even have myself set for the for the break. I didn't mean to derail you, dude. It's <laughs> all right. It <laughs> happens. First, first two minutes on the
14: on the show off air, and I distract you enough <laughs> to the
1: point where you forget to get your your shit set up. It's cool. Hey, you know how it goes down. Live uh, radio, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's it's what makes great. it so much fun. Is it? It is live. And Popeye, we haven't talked in a few months. I think the last time we did a show together. Uh, we did two hours on my show and then like two hours on your show, if I'm not mistaken.
14: Yes, we did a uh, we we actually yeah, we did. It was a, a long did, night. We, two hours? Yeah, we did, we did. We did. We did like four hours of solid radio, which I still haven't even put up on YouTube. I'm still trying to get caught up on my YouTube archives.
1: Uh, see, that's neat that you YouTube archive it, cause I just you know I put my stuff up on my website and which then goes to iTunes and I don't really even promote it. I don't. I, I probably should start using YouTube a little bit more, dude. I have some shows that i
14: i've thrown up there, and you know like stuff going back to the beginning of when I first started doing radio, and when i up i you know I uploaded them, just uploaded them, and left them there and i've gone back and i've found some of my episodes have like the older shows i've done from five years ago have seven eight ten thousand views and i'm like wait what <laughs> <laughs> yeah no
1: clue they were even getting watched or listened to i didn't even know people were listening to those older shows so that's good it is nice when you go back and look at your archives and, and you see that your older stuff has grown uh, you know i don't i obviously don't even get close to that kind of numbers but it is nice to see when you go back and you're looking at it and you go oh, wow look at there's for me it's like oh look at I, I got 200 listens on that replay great that's awesome you know <laughs> Uh so Pop I we haven't talked in a while. What's new with you? What's uh what's been going on in life? Life going okay? I know you were your uh your girl there was having some issues, everything going okay? It's pretty much uh the,
14: the same. Copacetic. Yeah, we're we've we've just found an even keel. We're 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 making our way through. She's a ratchet is a tough cookie. So she's yes. an extraordinary woman. So she'll she'll get through this like she does everything else, like a boss.
1: Well oh, good, that's good to hear. Um uh, it's 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 horrible when you think about people and and you know you've had you've had a rough time you know between your own health issues uh you, know, you your wife and now you got another woman that you're really close with that's got issues it's it's hard when those things keep happening to you constantly
14: well i like to think that the universe doesn't give you more than you could handle
3: mhm
14: and i know sometimes uh, things seem really crappy but I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and uh, I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade my current position and I wouldn't trade Radchick for anything in the world. So whatever I would have to do and go through to you know to see her through and get her through this to the other side of the tunnel so to speak, right. I'll do.
1: Good. Oh, that's good. You're positive, man. You always have been a positive individual. That's why I kind of like working with you and talking with you because even at the worst, even when you're talking about the worst thing, you've always got a little bit of positive light at the end of it.
14: Well, you've got to find the silver lining in things. And you have to. There's always a. I like to think that there's an equilibrium, even though I've been through some pretty tough times in my life. And I can honestly tell you that. Uh, even in the darkest times uh i knew that i would eventually get out of it I, I had to make the choice though to do so too i mean there's a lot of personal responsibility and stuff like that too it's not as easy as just saying oh that you know oh be positive and i promise everything will will work out no there's going to be times where even
1: you doubt that yeah i've been i've been going through that kind of thing myself recently you know i wanted to go zombie last week we were talking about it earlier in the show you know i just I was contemplating just putting this all away. Just just packing it all up and going, you know what? I'm just going to go be stupid, watch, uh, you know, play Pokemon Go and, and and stare at the beer on the corner and, or whatever. You know what I'm saying. I, I just thought about just forgetting it
14: all. But I can't. Well, I just can't go anywhere without seeing people with their faces glued <sighs> to their cell phones? Or because of the stupidity on Facebook? Or is it a conglomeration thereof?
1: It's, it's all of it, my friend. It really is all of it. I, I saw my first, it was uh, two weeks ago, I believe it was. I saw my first kid in a store. Catching a Pokemon, and and I live in a very rural area, a very very rural area. So it's not it's not like walking through Miami or or, or any populated area um, that you see all this stuff going on. But I saw my first. Eh, she was like twelve, maybe, and, and she's like, "Oh, there's a, a Pokemon over there," and she's like trying to catch it. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you got my son." He has to play. Both my wife and I said no. You're not playing that. No, 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 no. I yell at him, you know, when, when we get out of the car, we'll let him play on, on the phone when we're in the car. Uh, we'll let him watch YouTube videos. He likes to watch video game walkthroughs. So we'll let him do that. But he'll get out of the car and he'll be staring at the phone while we're walking through the parking lot. I finally got to the point where I'm like, no, don't put the phone in your pocket when you get out of the car. If if you're sitting in a stroller or, or in a, in a, in a uh, grocery cart or something, you can watch it then. But if you're walking around, you're not going to be staring at that thing.
14: Cell phone zombies, dude. It's, it's literally a, an entire generation. I'm glad that you're, you're at least paying attention and intervening to a certain degree because most parents don't. And If you go to the store, you go to the mall, you go anywhere now, everybody's looking down mm-hmm. at their phone. In fact, Christina and I were out uh, a couple nights ago. And we were out in you know, public. we were just driving around, and we were by a public park. And oh, it was every, a gathering, wasn't it? Dude, everybody in the, the park was walking around with their face in their cell phone.
1: Now like, you're you're still in that central area of, of from from me, right? You're well, still- yeah. Well, we
14: were, and we were closer. We weren't where we live. We were closer to the coast. Actually, we were out by um, Tampa region, or the other way. East coast okay we were just we we were driving around we were out by um uh Cape canaveral, okay, right, well. and people were walking around this park we were you know we were we were stopped, and there happened to be a park where we were stopped, and we noticed that it was just everyone, and it wasn't like oh seven out of ten, it was ten out of ten people were. <laughs> looking at their so there wasn't one person that didn't have a phone in their hand and wasn't interacting with the other people around them uh, with their phone with without a phone in their hand so they were either glued and not talking to the other people around them and everybody was just staring at their phones or they were if they were in a conversation with the other person they had their phone in their hand
1: still as they were co- conversing they were kind of sitting like you can see me in the video they're like oh no i, oh, I, I one get person was the one
14: guy was very you know animated he, and I talk with my hands, right? Like I'm right. actually I'm doing so right now as I speak to you. So I, you know, he was animated and he had the phone in his hand and he's waving the phone around. Like <laughs> everybody had their phone in their hand. They couldn't even put it in their pocket. Ugh. Like they couldn't, there's this anxiety of separation from the phone. <gasps> my, my fake friends on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, They'll, they won't be at my, my finger touch. If I have it in my back pocket i have to I have to have them right here in my hand. None of that is real as much as I love all of my Facebook friends as many cool people that i I talk to and i i you, you do build friendships you know long distance and stuff like that and that's awesome
1: oh well, yeah, like, we wouldn't be friends yeah. if it wasn't for the internet the right? internet exactly right, exactly so the
14: internet's cool that's all well and good awesomeness right to the to the ends degree but you have to understand that like Instagram and things of the like, it's all fake. It's, you know, how when you meet people and you get to know them and you realize that their life away from the general public eye, there's usually some inner turmoil. And you'll realize, wow, we do have a lot in common. Like you know, and you like everybody's got a you know, the old saying everybody's got that screw up in the family or everybody's got one of those The black the sheep, the, the one black right. sheep in the family. Well right, but everybody it, it, it's it's even more than that because you know as well as I do that everybody is when they go out in the general public, they put on a face.
1: Yeah. It's oh a persona. Face. You gotta have that fake view.
14: Right well it's a, it's it's pretend you don't you don't walk out in the world telling the world your problems you walk out in the world you have a smile you you know different may, maybe you know maybe you're grumpy whatever the point is you have this outside you know in the general public persona most people and then you know when you go home you don't announce your family problems all the you know, things that could be screwed up, health issues, you know, who's fighting with who, who hates who, whatever, whatever is freaking there's, there's two different things. There's always two different personas. You already do that in your regular everyday life yeah. where, you know, that that's, you know, already a thing that that's typical human nature,
1: that kind of thing. Um, it's like duopoly. You live two lives. You live your family home life and you live your public uh, yes. uh, work life.
14: Yes. Well. Now, if people can do that in their regular everyday life, think about how fake you could be with Instagram because now that public persona is in the uh, social media sphere, so to speak.
1: Well, and you see that, you know, Twitter, I think, was the first thing that really brought that to light because there's so much animosity, into, or or uh, not animosity, um, um, uh, not being able to know who somebody is, what word am I thinking of here, Papa? I know you're smarter than me, come on um Antimity. anonymity, thank you see I knew you'd get it for me. just don't ask me to spell it I, used to to <laughs> I agree with you, I can't smell worth spe- smell I can't smell worth a shit. I can't spell worth a shit either uh but you know you have that a that an uh an an <laughs> is that a colossomy? I'm i don't even know anymore. <laughs> Uh, but you have that on like Twitter, and that's when you first start seeing that, you know, Bubble of Love Sponge, somebody I follow, somebody I listen to. You you see what happens with him and and these big people as as these Twitter trolls, as we like to call them, start attacking, uh, and it happens within our movement, within what we believe in. Um, I want to go back to something you had said though. You were, you know, times now have completely changed compared to even three or four years ago i mean i mean seriously if we look at society now compared to four years ago it's completely different and and i wanted to to get your your take on that on on that thought it's been engineered Mm. we're being socially manipulated that's what
14: phones are for that's what pop culture is for that's what music is for
1: and it's happened very rapidly, really quickly. I'm glad that's what you said, because that's kind of what I was thinking. And and if you go back, that's to social engineering, yeah, exactly. And and when I got into this, you know, remember, I'm only nine years, or I, I got into this in in '09 is when I really started paying attention, really got it. I I realized that Bush was not my savior, because uh, I thought Bush was my savior at one point in time, and and I started paying attention, and and it's completely changed me. But it, it's it it's almost seems like we went from nobody believing anything we talked about to more people believing it, but even more people stupid. Does that make sense? People
14: have been dumbed down. We, we literally live in
1: idiocracy right now. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, and we see it a lot, the, the total idiocracy of what's going on in the world. Well, I mean, we do listen to the the, the news
14: reports that come out. When people are upset, uh, it, it's ridiculous. It, it, the Olympics, people, were, somebody wrote an article and complained, and I don't know if it was on Twitter or whatever, wherever it originated from. But see, it all it starts. All it took was back in the day, the right agitators in the right place to start this kind of whininess and to push it. Well, it's and easier it, now. It, it will, it, but it takes hold, and then eventually, it it. it it, it becomes organic on its own. You don't need you can still have agitators here or there to steer it, but it, it takes its it takes on its own like a life of its own. It becomes its own little monster.
1: Right. I I I see what you're saying. And you know, I was talking earlier about uh how in the sixties uh, the Black Panther movement was it was infiltrated, and and uh, you had COINTELPRO Pro moving in there, as we see now with with the BLM or any movement, even even the Truther movement. Uh, you saw I did the air quotes there. That's been infiltrated and and misguided and misdirected. Uh, you see, idiots like Alex Jones. You know what, what? The whole game we saw with the Republican National Convention with him and and the. Turks and all these people, and I don't. I know you're not tight with Alex, but I don't know if you're tight with the other guys. Uh, but, but it seems that everybody who you would believe in or trust in has flipped or changed, and and I don't get that because I don't feel I've changed at all over the past five years, six years of doing this or paying attention to it. And I, I'm obviously not making Alex Jones money, but what. Like that. Uh, that leads me into kind of the election thing. I don't want to talk about elections. I don't. I don't discuss elections very often. I'll give um, you my
14: thoughts really quick on that whole Young Turks thing.
1: Okay, go ahead. I. Some people say it's fake. Whatever.
14: I don't think. It, I don't know if it was fake. I don't think it was fake because Cenk Yuger looked genuinely pissed off. Uh, but I I, I. I obviously I think Alex had pre-planned that. Mm. They had. They had discussed it. Uh, either after they got up there
1: or when they got there to do that, uh, he go, had discussed it with them or just no. Wait, he, he had discussed it, was, it with his crew. Oh, he, with his
14: own crew. Okay. He, he, they that that wasn't. A, I don't. I don't believe that was a spontaneous thing because you hear McAdoo in the beginning of the video directing him as to where they are. So she had to have done some scout recon. Uh, you know, even like fifteen minutes before, ten fifteen minutes before. So. That by itself just goes to show you it really quote wasn't a spontaneous event. There had to have been a little bit of forethought. Like, hey, you should go find the Young Turks, and we'll go, you know, we'll go just crash their show. Right now, if somebody had done that to Alex, he would probably be genuinely pissed off. But you know, oh, he was, how shit calm he was. What, are You notice how he was laughing and smiling, and he kept like touching Chank's head and touching him with his hand. That's very agent provocatorish. Yeah. Um, You know,
1: people used to scream that about him years ago, and and most people don't know this, but I found you. That's how I found you, was through when you interviewed with him. I think it was uh, uh, 2010, I believe it was. You were on his show. You were invited as a guest. He made you tell your real name. You know, I remember that interview like it was yesterday, because that's when I found you. That's when I became aware of you. So I I sit down now, and I, I watch Alex... And I don't watch him very often. It's only really when it's shoved in my face that I, that I pay attention to him anymore. And it's, it's disheartening. It hurts uh, to know that that everything I believe in now was all based on everything I learned from him. Yeah, but he's just, it's, you shouldn't
14: let it dishearten you because he's kind of a sellout or he's totally sold out. Um,
1: yeah, unfortunately. You
14: shouldn't let it bother you that much he's look at him like at that moment in time he was like a doorway he was a a key to a door that at the time alex wasn't always a you know a a, sellout. Sellout. <laughs> there were there was a time when if you go back and you listen to his older documentaries and stuff and, and he could have been you know i know bill cooper called him out and i don't want to spend really a ton of time bashing jones but the point is i i think along the way he sold out and if, you, if he led you to where you're at now and you're already a, a free thinker and you're thinking on your own accord, you're, you're not really following anybody, you pay attention but you think for yourself, well then you shouldn't be mad at yourself because he was your doorway into this realm. And he was that for a lot of people. How he's acting now is not how, he's, how he acted back in the day. Uh, a good friend of mine, who's a radio show host, Nathan Fraser, uh, put a post up on Facebook a couple weeks ago. He said, "2010 Alex Jones would come and kick 2016 Alex Jones's ass." Yeah, and basically that's correct. Well, because, it... and, I, and I, I'm sure he, you know, he might have been. You know, a lot of people say he was Agent Provocateur back then, but his antics have changed, and what he did to. Uh, the Young Turks. The way he was very calm, and you see how he was very cool and collected when he was speaking. That's agent provocatorish. Mm-hmm. That's he knew what he was doing. He went in there with the the idea of getting a rise out of him. He knew how to piss him off.
1: Shock jock radio. It's like he. It, it's like the conspiracy world has turned into shock jock radio because you see it a lot, not just him. I see it in, in other uh, conspiracy, and I hate to call it that, but that's the easiest way to describe what we do. Uh, all the conspiracy radio guys. It seems like a lot of them have have moved to that uh bubble of love sponge Howard Stern type mentality.
14: Well, unfortunately, that's the mentality of the general population right now. We l- go watch the movie Idiocracy mm-hmm. again. I love that movie. Love well, it. that's where we're at right now. Where where the intro says it all. You know, the smart people weren't procreating, and the people with the IQs of like seventy five were the ones that were having kids. And then they were all inbreeding and and kept breeding amongst themselves, so you know, lower and lower IQs. And and it it's kind of what's going on now. It's not all of it is breeding. A lot of it is um, vaccines and programming from the television, fluoride, yeah, the fluoride, the GMO, chemtrails, a combination of things. It's not true, but but, you know, chemtrails are there. (laughs) Well, propaganda is one of the
1: biggest things. The media. Is the biggest. Thing. There, let's get. Let's give an idea, Popeye, what we're talking about.
6: As the 21st century began, human evolution was at a turning point. Natural selection, the process by which the strongest, the smartest, the fastest reproduced in greater numbers than the rest a process which had once favored the noblest traits of man now began to favor different traits Most science fiction of the day predicted a future that was more civilized and more intelligent but as time went on things seemed to be heading in the opposite direction a dumbing down How did this happen? Evolution does not necessarily reward intelligence with no natural predators to thin the herd began to simply reward those who reproduced the most and left the intelligent to become an endangered species.
2: Having kids is such an important decision.
12: We're just waiting for the right time. It's not something you want to rush into, obviously. No way. Oh shit, I'm pregnant again! Shit!
10: I got too many damn kids! Thought you was on the pill or some shit! Hell no!
8: must
12: have been thinking thing Brittany. No, There's no way we could have a child now. Five years later. Not with the market the way it is, no. No,
2: no that just wouldn't make any sense. Come on
12: here, bitch. He don't care about you.
10: Yeah, well, there must be something he likes over here. You mean nothing to me,
7: <laughs> baby? Oh, <laughs> shit. It wasn't me! It wasn't
1: Each it. time you hear that pop, that's another kid popping well, out. We
7: finally decided to have children, <clears throat> and I'm not pointing fingers, but it's not going well.
2: And this is helping.
7: I'm just saying that before I have in vitro, maybe you should be willing Uh, to. It's
2: always me, right? Well, it's not my sperm count.
10: (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna fuck all of you, my boy.
7: Cleavon is lucky to be alive. He attempted to jump a jet ski from a lake into a swimming pool and impaled his crotch on an iron gate. But thanks to recent advances in stem cell research and the fine work of doctors Krensky and Altshuler, Cleavon should regain full reproductive function.
2: Sperm is
7: on my jug. Unfortunately, Trevor passed away. The good from people a still can't have, have them. While, of course,
12: masturbating not. to produce sperm for artificial insemination. But I have some eggs frozen, so just as soon as the right guy comes along, you know
10: and so it went for generations
6: although few if any seem to notice but in the year 2005 in a military base just outside of washington dc
1: so we get the point there i know i went a little long with it but hey you know it's what it is popeye right that's where we're at we're in idiocracy right now
14: dude that's that's exactly what i was talking about when i said that we're in Idiocracy. Go watch the intro. That's the exact... That's
4: why I pulled it up. I mean, no, I am That's the hit. exact
1: audio I was referring to. It's scary to think that that we... we You know, that movie came out, what, 98? 2001? But you going to vote for Trump. Oh, t- what's your opinion on this? Let, let's get into that. because, Like I said, I don't like to really discuss the elections, but obviously we have to address it. I haven't decided if I'm even going to vote, but I'm leaning towards either Johnson or Stein... Uh, obviously, I'm trying to find a a lesser of the five evils. I don't know. What, what's your opinion on what we see? Where, where Where do you stand with Trump? Is he real? I, is this real, or is this is this all made up? Is this all part of the game?
14: Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Who okay. does he confer with? Trump. I don't know his advisors. His Henry his... Kissinger. Uh, well, see, I didn't know that. Yes, he's he sat. And chatted with Kissinger. Oh, well, you know,
1: Jones made excuses for it, too, oh, by the way. he was- oh, Imagine that. Jones speaks yeah, out well, about you that. Know, but... You know, See, I don't listen to him anymore, so I don't even know what he says. I saw a video
14: just because he comes on YouTube, one of his shows, just because Trump chatted with him doesn't mean anything. Well, OK, that's true. But, but you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Just yeah. saying. So it's not just Kissinger. He's. What was his RNC speech about? Look, this is my big thing. This is why I'm glad you brought this up. Because when people ask me who I'm going to vote for, I'm not voting for anybody. I'm voting for myself. But, for, but you like, are
1: going to vote for something, at least yourself, at the very least, right? I'll
14: write my own name in vote, but you know, vote for yourself, 2016. I came up with months back. But honestly, nobody. I mean, if you want to get technical, you should vote for nobody. Literally, write in nobody. Because nobody's going to be your savior. Nobody's going to come and follow through with any of their campaign promises. Newsflash. Newsflash, ladies and gentlemen. It is not legally required by the candidates to actually follow through with anything they say when they're running for office.
1: Or if they plan on doing it, they're going to be brought to the basement and told, no, you're not doing that. Or, you know, It's it's been legally challenged before. Like, people have, like you know brought lawsuits
14: or attempted to or attempted to go through legal means to try to hold you know people's feet to the fire and it's been shown there is no legal requirement go look this up there is no legal requirement for a politician to follow through with any campaign promise they can lie their asses off to everybody and then when they get in office do whatever they want what's what's trump's and I'm not bashing trump I'm just trying to show the reality that Hillary's evil. She's already a piece of shit. She's horrible. We all know this, right? Like, we, we don't need to argue about this. We, uh, we, we, I don't
1: think we need to. I mean, right. I think it's pretty think obvious.
14: Hillary's evil. Well, because I've been accused when, it, when I bring this up, people are like, well, you're shilling for Hillary. No, I'm not. I, I think you, everybody that's ever heard me talk, or knows who I am, knows how I feel.
1: I hate that Popeye. First of all, I hate that, that whole, well, if you're not voting for this, you're voting for that. And if you're, if you're angry at this person, you're promoting that person. That's a bunch of bullshit because again, like you're saying, you you spoke out against both of them. You spoke out against both parties for, for years and years and years. And, and that's part of the, what we were talking about earlier, the divide and conquer. Well, exactly. So I,
14: I think she's already evil. If you look up "evil" in the dictionary, it actually says underneath the word "see Hillary Clinton," <laughs> and then it gives you the page where she's linked, uh, and it says also "see see evil lizard woman." She's another reptilian. I'm telling you, if she became president, she'd walk up to the podium, take her oath. I mean, she puts her hand in the holy <laughs> book. The book will immediately catch fire. And then after she says her oath, she's going to unzip her human costume and expose her reptilian real humanoid structure you know like that chicken v what was her name oh yeah
1: yeah yeah oh Oh, i you're talking about the old v right you're talking about the 80s v Yes, the
14: 80s V. Not that remake, the one that they did a couple years. I'm talking about the one from the 80s that was scary as shit when we were kids and gave everybody nightmares because it was just too, like, whoa, that's creepy. Do
1: you remember the Charlie Sheen movie? And uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember the name of it right now. I think it's, no, not Contact. Uh, I know what you're talking about, where they were, like, they were aliens. They had the backwards knees, and they were were terraforming the planet with geoengineering, that that movie.
14: They filmed part of that at the, the old SETI dish in arecibo puerto rico
1: yes yeah because that's where the base was that they were
14: the satellite dish that was actually shot in arecibo yeah
1: yeah I, I, that that's a great movie i've been trying to find con no it's not contact no it's... that's the one with Jodie foster i know what you're talking about it's
14: like arrival or no that's a new movie it's kind of, it's oh, no it's... it
9: is arrival your arrival you're
1: right is it, that a, well, it? it is arrival a, yes something like that, that here it's, you can yes. talk i'll google <laughs> just google alien movie Come Sheen, on. Charlie Sheen, yeah, and you'll good to go. I'm trying to find my Google. I can't find my Google. I hate yeah. when I lose my Google. That's that's how you handle that. So anyway, while
14: while you're Googling that, I'll finish my thought. So I'm not bashing Trump either. I'm just exposing the reality here. I don't think people see the bigger game. Everybody's getting caught back up into this game, even the awake people. They're getting sucked back into the left-right paradigm again. Going back a couple of years, and I've been saying this now. I've been saying this on air for months. Going back a couple of years to when Ferguson happened, B- right up until that event, and that that event is when the the media changed their narrative and were able to change the narrative as a whole. Because remember, they're just the propaganda mouthpieces for the powers that shouldn't be, and they under and the people that control and manipulate society understand how we work and they know how to manipulate us very well and they changed the conversation from police brutality the training martial law cops with you know fully automatic weapons military surplus equipment like m getting bear cats why do cops have armored personnel carriers you know why are they running around in fatigues not too long before that was anaheim california where there was a, I forget why they they, I guess they were protesting or something happened, and I can't remember. It, so I think I, it was over somebody getting shot, and it quickly devolved into pretty much martial law over there. You just Google Anaheim, California, martial law, right now. Anybody that's listening, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And then, you know, everybody was talking about why why do we have this militarization of our police forces? And suddenly. When Ferguson happened, the media used that to change the narrative because they put their own spin on everything. It doesn't matter if the facts come out later on. Most people aren't paying attention later on. They're getting their attention in the first couple days because that's how they, they, they realize the attention span of the average American, and they know how to manipulate that and then manipulate their emotions, and they did just that. And they changed the conversation from you know, exactly what I said, police state, police brutality, And that it's on a full spectrum scale, not just, you know, black people or Latinos. It's everybody because you had little old white ladies getting shot in church parking lots. It's a real story. Right. Well, she got a woman got shot in a church parking lot by a cop because she rolled her window up on him because he lunged in the window at her to pull her out of the car because she wouldn't sign a ticket. And when she rolled her
1: window up and tried to drive off because she was scared, he shot her to death in a church parking lot of her church, I may add. Well, that goes again that Papa, that goes to something I addressed earlier. I just like bang my keyboard. That goes to something I addressed earlier today. And and I was talking about that is is it's not the actions of the citizens that have caused this fear of the police. It's the fear. It's the actions of the police, the law enforcement that has caused their own fear. Right. But that that's that was coming to the forefront because for years and then BLM could- came and they 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 misdirected everybody and they used well, COINTELPRO to make it look like it was their lightning rods.
14: They're controlled opposition. You you get somebody that can you can bring the emotion and the anger around and then you can direct that and it can be used the the genuine anger. Of the general public can then be manipulated and used against the very same general public and that's what they do they're masters of manipulation that's what they're doing and that's what they're doing with the election too so the conversation went from hey why are cops beating the crap out of people why are they shooting so many dogs remember all the people bitching about dogs getting shot nope. and about babies having flashbang grenades like in georgia drop through the window and blown up in their crib. And never be right again. Right. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah. I, I do.
1: I remember that, but I will bet you nobody else does.
14: Right. Well, see what I'm saying? Like, the uh, sheriff's department in Georgia detonated a flashbang grenade in a child's crib. And their excuse for it was, Oops. we didn't know the child was there. Right. So your lack of situational awareness... Your is, lack of training, your, fun, la- your
1: see, lack like, of investigating. Right. Well,
14: and, but it was because everybody wanted to be SWAT team and, yeah, let's – we think we're – I didn't join the Marines. It's but, all
1: for drugs, though, it's Popeye. Fun, fun, fun. It's all about fucking drugs, too, though, man. Well, steroids and shit, well, that – No, and, I mean like, drugs. It, it's all about the drug war. If we, oh, if we didn't that have that this fucking sense. drug war, then we wouldn't have that problem. Most of the violence we see is caused based on the drug war alone. And – um the, what is that called where they can
14: seize all your shit
1: oh um uh, um uh, uh for co- uh, uh um Jesus. listen to the two of us i know right we both I'm like I'm telling you you. And this time i can't remember uh, what something it's for for uh, asset 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 forfeiture that's forfeiture what it is. Thank, thank you
14: it. yes <laughs> See, between the two of us we could we'll we got this.
1: half a brain between the two of us
14: asset forfeiture and that that's a big problem and the war on drugs isn't even bigger. But, I mean, the war on anything.
1: Well, asset foreclosure came from the war on drugs. Let's be honest. Well, well okay. the war on drugs isn't really about
14: the war. It's the war on you and me. Well, it's, it's the war, war on humanity. On everybody. The war of drugs. I mean, who's the biggest drug importer? What did that one – I think it was a senator. It was either a senator or a congressman. I can't remember. That was,
1: that was shipping the drugs in on his own uh, multi-million dollar uh, cargo oh, ship. No, he said – he's
14: quoted as saying – and I can't remember who said it, but he's quoted as saying if you wanted to stop the drug problem in the United States, you'd close the CIA tomorrow. And it's uh, like, yeah. boom, slam dunk, let me buy you a beer because <laughs> that's the truth. But anyway, so they've got the country. Obviously, everybody was waking up, right? Middle-class white America was realizing that there was a problem. Like, hey, wait a minute. Why are they shooting little old white ladies? And why are, why are we having –
1: 18-year-old it? school uh, 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 daycare teachers driving from a, uh, from a keg party that the cop right. jumps in front of the car.
14: The, the lie and, and the – well, it wasn't a lie because at, at one time it was the minorities that were completely focused on. But that's, they always got to start with one subgroup and then work their way up. Through, through uh, you know, we're all humans. But if you broke us up the way the way they take us on, they break us up into, you know, they'll find the easiest way to break us up in their own mind, in Divine their own conquer. plan. And then the one of the first ways that they actually enact their plan is once they figure out how to break us up and um, organize us, so to speak, in their vision, they then sell that vision to us and get us to think about each other that way because then it's easier for us to put ourselves in that box and keep ourselves there than it is for them to constantly have to run around trying to control us. You know, like Brzezinski said at the Council on Foreign Relations meeting a couple years back, it was in Canada. He said, for the first time in human history, mankind is becoming politically awakened and that they're seeing the disparity between the haves and the have nots and they're understanding how things really work. And it used to be easier to control a million people than it was to kill a million people. But now it's easier to kill a million people than it is to control them.
1: And, and they've done a good job of killing a million people. And by the way, it was The Arrival, of the Charlie Sheen movie. I just wanted to make sure I put that out. Uh, so how do we, How do we? As, as us small little individuals that we are, Popeye, how do we try to promote reuniting amongst everybody? And I mean amongst law enforcement and civilians amongst politicians and civilians, you know, cause the, let's, let's be honest, the, the, the local politician, the, the, the governor, the mayor, the little guys like that, they don't, they're not part of this scheme. They get sucked into it and they get, they're, they're convinced to believe the, you know, the, the terror threat and all these different things. How do we, how do we rejoin these people? How do we, how do we, Bring. How do we do it, Popeye? How do we change it?
14: Well, the first thing you need to do is you need to point out what's going on, and that's that's one thing nobody's doing a lot. Everybody that I see, well, not everybody, a, a, a large portion of the people that I see, for the most part, are getting caught back up in this left-right paradigm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well,
1: and that brings up, you know, I see people. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I see people um, that I've respected, that I've interviewed that I've, I've done shows with that that are supporting Trump uh, people that I wouldn't uh, Chris Cantwell uh, as an example you know there's people that are supporting Trump that I can't believe they're supporting him so so how did that happen? well because you'll you, because they're judging it uh, a lot of people are judging it by
14: the mainstream media and the politicians' reaction to Trump well oh, he must be real because look how they're all reacting to him yeah but eventually behind the scenes they all Everybody backs down. What, what if that's all part of the show, mm. ladies and gentlemen? What, what what if what if that's all part of the show? I mean, this is all a live action play. What if he's doing his job? We, we under well, we understand. This is what I mean. Like every there's a lot of people that in the past year have. It's like they are awake. They understand how this whole thing works. Yet they're going to buy right back into the entire puppet show. And I'm not bashing anybody, but that's the mastery of the manipulation of the powers that shouldn't be. That's why we should not get overconfident and think that, oh, we've got this beat. We shouldn't be, tets being too cocky. Complacency kills, and we've become quite complacent. People are forgetting the basics from basic training about all this. It, no, that's why I, I posted Wake Up Call. It's a great documentary. I reposted it on Facebook the other day.
1: I, I, uh, that's uh, kind of what, what made me reach for you yesterday. I, I'm going to play that on my next doc day, too.
14: Well, it's a great documentary. Um, the guy that compiled it is a good friend of mine, and he—I still have the master, the original master—he sent me on the DVD years ago. It's actually one of my favorite documentaries out there, like waking people up because it took he took a bunch of different uh, documentaries and edited them to edit them. To that. I can never say edited. <laughs> Whenever I wanted to see. You got you it have, right there. so do I. I can't, I can't get the ED part of the word out. Anyway, he cut them up and put them together. There you go. And he did so in a manner that describes what's going on and does it in a very easy to understand manner. I find that when I used to give out documentaries all the time when I used to give out DVDs, like in person, I used to walk around with a couple hundred DVDs on me wherever I went. Wake Up Call was always one of the documentaries I gave out. Because even the layman, even the person that is if you think of if you try to think of like even somebody in idiocracy could sit down and they could understand the way the information is being presented and i I really appreciated like as a researcher how he had put it together, and then as an activist, it also helped me because now I realized how much of a tool this documentary was and I see all this going on, and I'm like, "Okay, I have to repost this. We have to go. It's it's back to
1: basics. Refresh, yeah, exactly. You know, I do, I I do this thing I call Doc Day, and every once in a while, I'll run a bunch of older documentaries. A lot of the old Alex Jones, you know, Obama Deception, Terror Storm, the ones that really hit home, and I'll run different ones. Now, I run one that's called JFK to 911. Have you seen that one yet? I've
14: I haven't watched it, but I yes, I know of the documentary. I just haven't watched it.
1: Okay, it's a three-hour one. It's a very long, long one. Uh, I play it again. I've I played it a few times when I do these doc days, or what I call doc days. Um, and and it's, uh, I've talked to Jack Blood about it. He kind of he 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 likes a lot of what they say, but he doesn't agree with their end result. So I'd like to hear your result from that one day, if you can really maybe one day take the time. And just give me your, your thoughts on it. Cause I think it, it touches a lot of really good things. And, and I think that's what we need to do is really push some of these documentaries. Um, that, that, it, I, again, the wake up call, you know, that's another great one that, that we need to start pushing and make people really, cause people are paying attention. There are, there's a lot more people paying attention now than there was five years ago. And if we can get the true good information to them, we can get, people to start realizing what's happened in the past. You know, 9-11, I still don't give up on 9-11. I don't know why we've allowed that, that movement to die. Why those of us that believe in truth don't because keep pushing 9-11. Spans are extremely short and we get
14: distracted by other things but and that, they understand that. It, remember the, you know, the old saying, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win? Well, we're in stage three, First, the media ignored us. Back in the day, we used to talk about this kind of stuff, and people wouldn't, they'd be like, la, 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 la. You know, when, like, Wake Up Call came out, we were still kind of in that phase where you could try to tell somebody about this, and they would be like, the Federal Reserve, that, that doesn't even exist. And you're like, dude, look on look on the back of your money. It Look on the money. It's it, Federal Reserve note. From Federal Reserve Bank right on there. Do you not see it? You know, they don't. No, no paying attention, no, none of it. No, no, no looking at it. It's right in their face, and they didn't want. It. Nobody wanted to pay attention to it. You were then laughed at, which is the second part, right? Once they start, once you forced them to pay attention to it, then it was the news media making fun of conspiracy theorists. Oh, so, ha, ha, ha! Conspiracy theorists, ha, ha, ha! They think you know politics is rigged. They think the elections were rigged, and blah, 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 blah. blah. Ha, 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 ha! On to the next story about. Little Wayne or Justin Bieber—they weren't around at the time. Whoever it was, though, was the though at not, the time. Whoever, whatever, whatever
4: pop culture mauler, douchebag was
14: there. Back, back to you, Jan. Well, well, Bob. So the, and so did that, and then never, ever, ever talked about this. Right? They would make fun of it and then move on to the next thing. Well, now the narrative is they actually talk about the very things that we talk about, I meaning the mainstream media, but they do it first. Sometimes they, they respond to things that maybe come out of the alternative media. And that, that generally is the stuff that's powerful and, and accurate and on point.
1: Every once in a while, I torture myself with Fox News or CNN. I'll actually put it on. And this weekend, I was watching Fox News, I think it was Sunday morning. And they had this guy on, and he was talking about the conspiracy theories that are out there that are actually true now. You might call me a conspiracy theorist for saying this. And he, he went into things that we've talked about in the past. You know and, but if but five or six years ago they wouldn't have done that no, they wouldn't it, have. no they never would
14: have had that conversation on air. they would have laughed at you, but see now they fight you and they actually talk about it so we're we're at stage three out of the four stages in that quote, but we we've changed the narrative. the problem is again, complacency now you see a lot of people responding to what the mainstream talks about again, and just because the mainstream is talking about it doesn't mean that we should be responding to what they're talking about. Think of it in the form of a logical fallacy. If someone comes at you with an invalid argument, if they're using logical fallacies and you can understand that they're using logical fallacies to drag you into a side argument, which is what the mainstream media does, the whole everything that they present is a fallacy. It's all false and it's a lie. And the way they present it is—I mean—they use logical fallacies. Usually, it's appeal to emotion. How? What's the one question that they always ask? How did this make you feel? No matter who they're interviewing about whatever, how did this make you feel? Now, I understand emotions are important and everything, but if you're going to report something factually and logically, the emotions don't emotions set in not there play into it. No, right. unless you're manipulating people, then emotions play into it hundred and fifty percent. And that's what they do. So they present everything in the form of a logical fallacy. You have to, you have to look at it like that. That's why I d- I've done the shows on logical fallacies. And I've said when I did the shows, you apply that to everything, not getting into an argument with somebody on Facebook in a comment thread. That's a waste of your intelligence. Apply it to your daily life to everything you yes. do in life. And that's how you change things because you'll start to see through the bullshit like it's your job. Because you'll realize, whoa, and I'm not talking about some guy trying to sell you something at the car lot, which that'll help you see through their bullshit, too. Right. But you, you know.
1: You'll see through the bullshit of the Orlando shooter that was probably just a gay guy that was really mad, that knew his father was a radical Islamic guy, and went, oh my God, I got to go shoot these gays just to make dad look good. No, I think that was allowed to happen. I think, and I don't know, we haven't discussed it, obviously, but I think that 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 boy, that man, was a, a closet gay. I think that he was radicalized by his father, but didn't believe in his father and wanted to make his father feel good about him. he wanted well, he, he wanted to make his father feel better about the fact that he was a gay man, and that's why he did if that that's why
14: if, if there was any like whatever any mental illness or he didn't you know he was having an identity crisis or whatever, that would have been manipulated by if they wanted that to happen. And they allowed it to happen. Right. I mean, oh, no, I agree with that too. I, a couple yeah. times, and the, they don't really.
1: Yeah, they investigate him a bunch of times. The father's got ties to Afghan Afghanistan. The elections. They knocked on my door at eight o'clock in the morning because the mayor of the town
14: I lived in at the time told them I was an extremist, and I get a visit at eight o'clock in the morning.
1: Well, you are an extremist, Popeye. But, but you you believe in freedom. Saying? You and believe in liberty. Was,
14: <laughs> this was years ago. Like this guy, this guy over the course of time had multiple visits, and the FBI's like, whoops. You know, hey, whoops! Missing. Come on, I, I don't, I don't buy that. So,
1: well, then we have the same thing in nine eleven. Then we have the same thing in Oklahoma City. Then we have the same thing is, in the first nine eleven.
14: If your theory is correct, they would have manipulated him that way. That's how they would have controlled him,
1: or because or they knew he was crazy, or or they well, knew they could get him if, to do it.
14: Each each person is an individual. They understand that everybody, to a degree, even if they're controlled, has their own individuality. So, being a manipulator, being a handler, the art of it. Part of it would be to know how to adapt to each new individual that you have to handle and manipulate and learn them quickly. Learn to understand them and then learn how to manipulate them using their weaknesses, their loves, their desires, their fears. Mm -hmm. That's how they would do it. So I don't have any problem believing that. By the way, it's funny you bring him up.
1: You know, well, he was <laughs> in the. He was his, his father was in the in the in the Hitlery or Killery. Father was in the background at the Kissimmee rally yesterday. Yep, 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 absolutely, and that that's kind of why I brought him up because you know he may well, not have even known he might have been another MK Ultra. He could have been the the he could have been the the Manchurian candidate that the father sent him to be. Nah, you, honestly, they I mean they they couldn't use programming and stuff like that. It, that kind of stuff. I think the Dallas shooter, the one that well, shot the cops, I think he was MKUltra, in my dig- personal I, I don't opinion. think
14: it's – see, the problem with M-
1: MKUltra and people
14: understanding what, like, mind control is, MKUltra is the umbrella name for right. many different experiments. And, yes, there were times that shooters and killers have been –
1: attached to these programs but we have new mk but ultra we have we have antidepressants you, we have we have drugs that are prescribed yeah, regularly scale, you don't need to like a lot of the mind control
14: techniques that were studied during the mk ultra right. it is now
1: being put in action in, in a very uh simplistic way well actually internationally because if you look at
14: the if you look at all these other countries look at their militaries being a vet you can appreciate this look at their uniforms how come everybody has the same BDUs now? Mm-hmm. Getting they really close, their, isn't they, it? They all wear the Velcro patches. It might be different patches, but they
1: all wear the patches in the same spots on the sleeves. You've got to be able to interchange it quickly. I mean, when you change the side you're on, you got to throw that new patch on.
14: Well, if you're going to have a world government, doesn't your your don't government you have only have changed. some form of unity in putting your patches and your unit insignias and everything else? I, they it, they understand that they would they might have it broken down by region. And that's fine. Let, let people have their false regional pride or whatever to control them because, you know, the, the whole primitive nature of man, the whole tribal nature. But I just find it interesting that even Russia's military they're they have it's like it, there's got to be like one. What is a true spec making everyone's uniform?
1: <laughs> well, hey, you know, we know that that both sides of the Hitler regime. You know the World War Two. Hitler was was financed by both sides. The Bush family and all these different people were all throwing their money in. We know Ford built the the vehicles for Hitler. You know it. You know they got to make money somehow, Popeye. You can't put them down for wanting to make money. The Luftwaffe
14: wouldn't have been able to fly if it weren't for U.S. Standard Oil.
1: We could have completely. We could have completely eliminated the air war with germany because the additive needed and this is something i learned in in, in jfk to nine eleven. the additive needed was still provided to hitler and his regime when it could have been very easily pulled away and he would have had no air power well it was because yeah, standard it was, oil the only, the only people that made it was u.s standard oil exactly by the rockefellers right exactly exactly and that that's one of those things that come out i please pop no, promise me push- Promise, yeah. Prescott Bush Finance, both sides. I, I. Well, he was he was in charge of
14: a bank that was, yep. and I can't remember. I want to say it was the, the Union Mono. Bank, but I, I can't. I think that was the name. Do, of the bank. do me a but favor, Prop. He was the president or the vice president of it, and he was he was linked. He was getting getting brought up on charges of under the Trading with the Enemy Act. And mm-hmm. you know what he did? You know what he did? He founded the USO. You know how hard it is to publicly prosecute. Remember these; these are people that the general public. You know there there wasn't respected the internet, at the time. There wasn't Twitter, so yes, they respected them. Remember, it, they already they already even back then they controlled. Uh, they, they I know operation the hearts Oc- and the minds. They they, they, they they already controlled for the most part the media. Yep. Okay, and it was much easier to control it back then. They like again, no internet, no Twitter, no it, Facebook. It's eight oh two,
1: Popeye. It's eight oh two. We got to wrap it up, but my friend, this was what happens when you and I get together. We got to do this more often. We got to really, you know, kind of work together some more because I love working with you. Do me a favor, make me a promise—not this week, but within the next couple weeks—will you sit down and watch JFK to 9/11? Because everything we just talked about is in there. Yeah, I know, but most of the I, I've seen some of the
14: stuff. I'll give it a, if I get a chance to. I will. It's three but, hours.
1: I know it's hard. I know.
14: Well, you gotta you gotta realize. The information that whoever put that together, they didn't come up with that on their own. Most of that information has been around from some of these older documentaries as well, too. So, like, people need to go back and, oh, I don't even think people realize what's out there anymore.
1: It's there. It's out there to be watched. That's why I do Doc Days. When I get the chance, I put a doc, a bunch of documentaries together. I, I play them on my station so people can come and, oh, uh, did I lose everything? I know I lost Popeye. Oh, I don't know if I'm still on air, guys. Hopefully I am. Uh, You've been listening to the First 52. Popeye, you still there, my friend? Did I lose you? Oh, no, I'm completely down. All right, guys. Uh, We we had a storm rolling in. The storm got me again. You're listening to RazRadioLive.com. The First 52. Popeye, I appreciate your time, my friend. We will discuss more of this next time we get a chance to. I can't even get over my... Wait, let me grab this other mouse here. That's what happens. See, when you live in Florida, storms roll through and they fuck shit up on a regular basis. So, guys, thank you for joining me tonight. We went a little long. It's been a great show. I love you all. Be safe. Be careful.
2: Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss, a sense, a weapon, in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused. Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time In the dirt to see grace What I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake What I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this bad race Leaving this place It's time to blast All destination Space With the sunset Hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole World explode Moving Free unguided through the Beautiful the silent With the light show from a passing New ever Glow of the unknown, no, please don't go. And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home. But right from day one, I've been in this alone. With arms stacked against, I've been drowning in stress. They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left. An old man once told me, Ali, don't have a love back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now's time to connect. It's an SOS. The data's been sent. So now we just wait. With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown
4: you guys so much. Thanks. First 52 is the bump diggity.